I'm gonna make him an offer again. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Oh, what a day! What a lovely day! I've been around the station a few times. With the first pick in the draft. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Film Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Cunningham, and with me as always is my beloved, beautiful, uh, pretty cool guy, co-host Jaron Heron. Uh, how you how you feeling today? Oh, thank you very much for that butter up. You're quite lovely yourself. No, I'm feeling great. Um, I just realized of course, uh, typical as as we started the recording and, and you were like, are, you, are we all good? And I'm like, yep, I took like the last sip of my drink. So I just finished pouring another one. Uh, feeling good, refueled, ready to go. Um, we got a super exciting episode today. Like it's a really interesting one, that one that was brought to us um, by a guest. I'm just keen to get into it. Do you want to announce who our guests are today? Very lucky to have them. Yeah, we're talking vehicles, so maybe I'll let the guest who chose it um, expand on the topic more because I'm really interested in this one because I'm not a car guy at all, but uh, I found mm-hmm. a lot of interesting picks going through this and I'm, I'm hoping we get some weird and out-of-the-box ones and it's one of those sort of anything-goes episodes which are often some of my favorite ones to do. So uh, yeah, no, let's get into it. Let's intro our guest first. We've got a returning guest. He is a great friend of the show. He is a visual effects artist, an animator, and a professional Fortnite player. It is Daniel <laughs> going to make that joke. <laughs> oh, really? We were just bantering about Fortnite, but no, the, the other stuff's kind of true, I guess. I don't know if I'd say professional, but... Daniel uh, got a front row seat to the Eminem show on Fortnite, no lie. What no, that that's mean? not he was true. There. That's, he lives that shit. That's, that's information. Um, no, I'm very happy to be back. Uh, I've done a couple episodes of these now, and uh, I'd like to think I've got a handle on the format, but um, I haven't had any luck thus far winning winning an episode. But, you know, I'm here to have fun at the end of the day, so um, bring it on, I say. Other for for oh, weeks, yeah. Jaron and I, Jaron and I were saying, um, oh, for episode twenty five, we're gonna do a special app. We're gonna get our two like biggest winning guests on. We're gonna talk stats, and instead we've got a new guy <laughs> and a guy who hasn't won, which is just the way it should be, I reckon, for the film yeah. draft quarter quell. Hell yeah, uh, Daniel. How do you feel about today's topic? Um, I'll be honest, I'm not a huge uh, vehicle aficionado. Um, I literally just got my learners like two days ago, so that should probably sum it all up really. But I do like movies and I do like vehicles in movies, so hopefully I'll have a few good picks as long as they don't get taken from me. But all all that said, I think uh, I'm feeling pretty good about this episode. I know you're a big sci-fi and sci-fi and nitty-gritty tech stuff guy and a lot of that stuff sort of vehicle design goes in hand in hand with that so i'm sure you're gonna have some interesting picks and finally our new guest uh, a long long time in the making maybe the longest someone i've been trying to get on for quite a while and he's the one who came to us with this topic uh he's a youtuber a reviewer and yet another member of the league of cinephiles trivia community that uh, i'm a part of where we pull a lot of the guests from this show from uh he is a lucas legzins luke reviews uh otherwise known as and uh how do you feel about finally coming on uh, i feel like it's been a long time coming we've discussed it about um, just discussed it a while back so i thought okay i need to bring a topic that i know stuff about that i can challenge for because everyone on here has seen a lot more movies than i have every week there's like three that i've never heard of most of them from jaren <laughs> but uh <laughs> but i'm ready to get into it today 
And I know you've listened to like pretty much every episode. So this is a guy who's primed. He knows what he's doing. Uh, he knows a thing or two about drafting and a thing or two about movie vehicles. So uh, before we get into the meat and potatoes, it's time to select the draft order, which we now do live on the show. So I've got a wheel here that I'm going to spin on this audio medium. Uh, let's see who gets that first pick. Who gets first draft pick? Luke has landed. Luke. There we go. There we the go. number one pick on his first Excellent. ever I don't know if film I'm happy draft. About that. There's a lot in between. Well, the two Darren picks actually that I ran have. the numbers a couple weeks ago, yes. and by far, one and four are the picks that the most wins come from on this show. So, yep. um, one and four had something like ten, um, ten to twelve wins each, and then two and three. I'm not joking. Probably had six wins between them. Maybe two wins from pick two and three wins from pick three. So, um. You want so, that yeah, first or your last one? That two picks in a row really comes in handy. So let's see who gets one of the shit kicker picks. Fuck. Number two. <laughs> uh, it's Daniel. Daniel gets picked two. Brother. It does fare a bit right. better than three in in mm-hmm. those stats, but uh, anything can happen on the episode. And uh, it's between the hosts uh, who haven't won an episode between us in like five or It's been four five, or five episodes, episodes now. Five, yeah. So um, we're hungry. At least one of us gets Let's keep four. it that way for this episode. <laughs> Jaron gets pick Shit. three, and Shit. I, I get I get pick four every week. I I gotta I I haven't done the math, but I swear I've got by far the most pick fours of anyone on this show. But it's better than it's three, so uh, yeah, have fun is. with that one, Jaron. All right, the order's set, the strategy's here. It's time to draft. Uh, I'm kind of glad I'm before, going last, so now I can see what sort of shit people are choosing. <laughs> before we go into it, I just wanted to quickly say because I don't think we set it up top. Um, we're drafting best vehicles, but they are strictly land vehicles. Um, we're not going hard and fast with any rules because we like to have some debate, but pretty much it can't be like, you know, the Harry Potter car where it can drive and then also like its main purpose is flying. Its main purpose has got to be moving across the land, whether that's wheels or, or whatever it is. And I'm hoping we can have some debates today, but that's pretty much like loosely what the criteria is um, because, you know, space vehicles or flying vehicles can be, or, or oceanic vehicles can be a whole other episode. So we're just doing the certain ground German ones today. But, um, maybe. Yeah, a certain German submarine could come up. I wish that's, that's where I was going with this before we specified. Um, Oh, and uh, one more thing. I know it's a audio medium, but I'm already intimidated by, um, I think Luke is by far the most handsome guest we've had on the podcast. And it's, I've got to try oh, and stop looking wow. at the screen. First time I've ever felt bad about not having uh, a video release for these episodes, maybe one day, <laughs> but you know, I don't want to pay for the premium version of the app we're using to record. So it's all yeah, that's right. only for now, my friend. <laughs> Dude, this is why Australians are my favorite people on the planet. They're just, they're just so cool. <laughs> Yeah, too bloody right, mate. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, right. pick one is Luke, and I'm excited oh, yeah. to see what we're we doing. Got a draft, here. yes. Yeah, so this this was the vehicle that made me think. Okay, if I'm gonna do a draft, I want to draft this specific thing, and I had no doubt in my mind that this was gonna be the first one I drafted, unless I was like fourth, fourth pick. I'm going to go for what I think is the the movie car of all time and that is the delorean from back yeah. to the future mm. oh, that's nice not where movie. i thought yeah. you were I, going but um yes i only watched that, it for the first like time this one. year mm-hmm. uh but i absolutely loved it it already jumped up to like my top 20 ish and that car is just damn it it just looks really cool of course you see it in ready player one 
and many other pop culture places. Ugh, so, don't bring yeah. that up. That makes your pick worse. I love that movie, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. It, it is a cool car. It's got the Batwing doors and all that. Famously a terrible car in real life, but you got to admit it's got some swag. Um, it does fly at the end of the first movie. But, but that's not uh, outlaw. It is a land that's vehicle. No, nah, it's a land vehicle. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is nah. a land vehicle. No, the hey. the Delo- I think I think that is like that was in my top five. That's definitively like the film vehicle. I think like if you find a if if there's like a Hot Wheels release of film film vehicles, you know it's already in it's it's, it's always in Fleet One. It's it's the one everyone thinks of. It's a good pick. It's a great pick. Yeah. I, and again, I'm sort of steered away mostly from like the basic film bro pick, but that is one of the ones I would have 100% picked mm-hmm. if it was still on the board for me. Uh, so, yeah, it's very nice. It's also done. in A Million Ways to Die in the West. So, there's a point for your argument. Oh. That was probably the funniest <laughs> bit of that movie, though. So, I'll mm-hmm. give him that. That was great. All right. Daniel, uh, speaking of funny, uh, let's see. Right. He, he, he expressed some nervousness about his first pick. Uh, Neil, I was. Is he going to go with that one? Is he going to pivot? What's he I going? won't because it was the DeLorean. But oh, uh, not to worry. I'm getting my second pick, which I'm happy about. I actually put it in my reserve because I was for sure like thinking it was going to go straight away. But I guess not. So in this case, I'm going to be taking the Batmobile from the Dark Knight specifically. I know okay. there's lots of different. All right. There it goes. Lots of different permutations of the Batmobile, but that's the one that's the most uh, iconic to me, anyway. I think um, it's just what can I say? It's a cool car. It's got like a booster on the back. It goes fast. It's exactly the kind of car you'd want if you were a reclusive billionaire, vigilante, so on and so forth. Is, um, is that the one that? It really is that the tumbler. Is it called the tumbler? Oh, the tumbler? Yeah. Oh, you uh, the tumbler. Or is the is tumbler the one that goes on the walls? I believe I the tumbler is a different one. car. I believe it's a different the, car. If you no, look the up the Dark, is the Dark Knight Batmobile, it comes up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. If you if you type it's in the Dark Knight Batmobile, it comes up with the tumbler. I think the tumbler is the Batmobile. Yeah. Okay. But does it still count? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Man. Absolutely. The tumbler. Whether it's the tumbler or the Batmobile, I'm taking it. It is the Batmobile. He just named it the tumbler in the movie. All right. I, I think it's it a goes very by cool the vehicle. I think it's unveiled yeah, as like a sick. prototype in Batman Begins, and then yeah, yeah does it come this, this is the nerdiest this podcast awesome. is ever going to get. Don't much to say about it. It's just a cool car. Respect. Yeah, it's fucking sick. It can just go through walls, up walls. It can. It's got cannons. Yeah, it's May, maybe not the Batmobile I would have taken, but it's a good one nonetheless. Uh, the tumble was one. on my list too. Uh, all right, now Jaren. You're up. Sweet. This is this could awesome. be fucking anything. Like, is there is there some sort of car in the movie Sisters? I don't know. I'm trying. <laughs> These guys haven't seen that episode yet, so they don't get it. Oh, you will. guys are in for a treat. <laughs> All right, I gotta, I gotta, re, um, I gotta realign myself. Where am I going? Okay, so I had a kind of a similar position where I'm like, am I going full film, bro? Um, because there are some there are some great classic ones. Or am I going something that relate? Oh, and I'm I'm going to do the personal one because I also think it's a great um, pick. So I am going uh, the Beast from the World's End. Oh, um, that was on my list too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm taking Fucking the no. it's a it's a Ford Granada. Um, and even though Gary King had to change the brake, suspension, exhaust, seats, wheels, paneling, carburetor, manifold, whole engine, really mirrors and headlamps, it is the same Beast. And what I love about this car is not only does it like it, it takes them from 
like it, it's a recurring motif in the film. It's also a visual, not a very subtle one, but it's a representation a representation of Gary King, the main character himself. Like he hasn't been able to move on from where he was when he was 18 because of his depression and his alcoholism. And the car kind of represents that. Like every time something is wrong with it, instead of, instead of moving on, instead of changing things, he just tries to fix it and he stays stagnant. And that's exactly what his uh, Ford does. That's exactly what his beast does. Also, we only got it for 300 quid. That's one hell of a sale. Um, And yeah, each, it's, it's. It's great. She's it's fucking great. Pretty man. hairy. She's pretty hairy. Each each day in the Beast is one day further from its glory days, and I think that represents what Gary means, and and he's the key theme to the film. So yeah, that's why I'm picking right. the Beast. No, I love, it. I love. It. I think me and Jared are on the same page for this episode. Starting it's a beautiful with that pick. I would um, it is. All right. <laughs> Two in a row is a lot of pressure because, I mean, every single thing that's been picked so far was on my list, so I'm glad I've sort of understood the assignment. But uh, I'm going to, for my number one pick, I'm going to go with something. Um, if you're if you're in our group chat, it's pretty obvious what I'm going to pick. Um, and the, it, we went back and forth a lot over whether it counts, but I'm going to pick it anyway. Oh, you are. Taking, uh, of course okay. I am, Jared. Go, go for it. Go for it. Of course I am. I'm taking the goddamn cat bus from my neighbor Damn. Totoro. Yeah. Maybe maybe was Jaren thinking it could slip a bit after how heavily we discussed it, thinking everyone would be scared yeah. off. But um, yeah, uh, what, I what else can I say? cat bus. When when we came up with this episode, this was immediately the first um, thing that I thought of. And I know it's sort of a creature-adjacent vehicle, but we established that it's primarily land-based and he doesn't fly, he jumps. So uh, I'm I'm counting the cat bus. And as soon as I watched that, he, Totoro is like Ghibli's flagship creature. Yet I still came out of that movie enjoying the cat bus even more. Genuinely one of my favorite animated creature creations ever. I would just love to ride in that guy. He's so cozy. Yeah. So his, he has such a great fun smile. Uh, I feel like he's just going to protect me and get me where I need to go. Um, yeah. Just, Does he just get such good a, gas mileage? Um, he's a cat. So yes. Okay. Those things can run, you know, and always land on their feet. So you no, not much risk of crashing, and he's very soft, you know. I've got a uh, cat so bus the, magnet on my fridge, um, and, and it holds up my speeding fine. So I love you, cat bus. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, uh, where am I? Where am I going to go now? Um, all right, I'm going to go with another slightly more unconventional one. I'll pick. I'll pick up. I'll pick at least one normal. Nor- normal car as well at some point but um (laughs) this is not as unconventional as the cat bus but uh i am taking the el jefe food truck from chef oh fucking good pick that didn't come across my board but it should have that's such a good idea uh, I'm I'm known as a huge fan of Chef. It's genuinely one of my favorite films of all time. I may have talked about it on the show before. I can't actually remember, but um, it's not just a car. It's just what the car represents. This bonding experience because of, between a father, son, and his friends, rediscovering who you are. There's so much dedicated to them uh, stripping it and repairing it and retooling it and designing it. Um, you really get into the nitty gritty of why this vehicle is special and why it's their living and what what it represents in this guy and his son's friendship. Uh, the paint job by hooked up by John Leguizamo's mate, uh, Rocks. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's an icon, El Jefe. Shout out Robert Downey oh, yeah. Jr. for giving it to them. I st- he shouldn't have given his kid a knife. I just, I still fundamentally disagree with that, but yeah. Hey, good, hey, hey, good. I won a trivia championship <laughs> thanks to that knife. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jaron, we're back to you. 
Yes, cool. All right, I know what I'm going to go do next. I'm going to do a similar thing with The Beast. I'm going to take something that I think represents the movie really well, and it's also just a fucking sick car. Um, when you think Mad Max, there's a certain vehicle everyone mm. thinks of. I'm not taking that one. My favorite Mad Max movie is Fury Road, so I'm taking the Giga Horse. Um, oh, shit. I love, I love the Giga Horse from Mad Max Fury Road. I love it because... First of all, it's a sick-looking fucking car, but also because it's like the flagship of a Morton Joe's army. Um, and in a world where, you know, the, these guys, um, uh, his his entire civilization are like kind of slaves and people living in poverty, just like begging for water. They don't have food. They kill each other just to, for sustenance. This man, um, a Morton Joe, has has not one but two Cadillac Coupe de Villes and has stitched them together. Like it's such a fucking piece of shit move to try and like, like push his authority and his status over these guys. They've added an extra engine onto it as well. There's enough room inside of it to perform an emergency C-section if 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 something goes wrong while you're driving it. Like it, it's got it's got a good amount of room. The, the C-section um, was not successful, baby brother. <laughs> it was, it, yeah. It it would have it could have been successful had prior injuries not been sustained. So you can't hold that against them. Um, but. The Giga Horse is also driven by Toast through the passage at the end, and and then Mad Max drives it into the Citadel. So he does even get a shot in the driver's seat. Um, but it's just it's iconic to the film. And again, it's it's not the Mad Max movie, oh, sorry, vehicle that most people would go towards. But if I'm talking Fury Road, um, I'm I'm taking the Giga Horse. Yeah, no, it's 100% on my list. There are a few Mad Max related vehicles higher on my list. And honestly, I could just could have just drafted five fucking Mad Max vehicles for this episode. <laughs> so it's not going to be the last one to come up. I'll tell you that much. <clears throat> All right, Daniel. All right. Mm. A lot of options have opened up for me because I thought the ones that I, were gonna, I was going to pick were going to be taken. But I think... Hmm. For this pick, I'm going to go with the survivalist bus from Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead, Ooh. the 2004 one, not the not the Romero original. Um, I think it's in like like halfway through the movie, roughly. I think it's been a while since I watched it, but they t- they basically find these two buses and they just fit them to basically charge out of the shopping mall through a massive crowd of zombies. So they've fortified them, like they've they've like strapped stuff to the side of them, like they've they've covered them in barbed wire fencing, um, and they've left these sort of cutouts where they can stick chainsaws out the window to cut them up. And it's very it's very gory and um, it's just rad. Honestly, saw the movie for the first time a couple of years ago, and it's just never left my mind. So uh, yeah, that's my pick. I've never seen that movie, but I just looked up pictures of it. I'm sharing them to the to the stream right now. It looks fucking sick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it's a two great buses, fucking pick. But they're fitted the same way, so I think it counts. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So There's cool. gonna be some picks where I'm like googling what the vehicle looks like, but um, I've been meaning to watch that movie forever. But that it's that's good. Sounds, it's a good that movie. That's really cool. one of his better films. It's a solid movie written by films. James Gunn, directed by Zack Snyder. One of his best movies, mm-hmm. if you ask me. Get canned. Yes, podcast episode sponsored by Rebel Moon out now, <laughs> and that's why we're doing nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, that's next. That's next week. The, Ro- the Rebel point. Moon special. If we had Blake on that episode, he'd probably bloody pick it. <laughs> Shout out to Blake. We love you. All right, um, Luke. You have two picks in a row now. Yes, my friend. I have the, the prestige of, of doing that, and now I will go where 
I think if I didn't pick this, it would be a betrayal to my entire character and brand that I've built up on Luke Reviews over the years. I'm going to pick the seven-time, should have been eight-time, Piston Cup champion, Lightning McQueen from the movie Cars. That's where I thought you I were going to pick my, one. Yeah. I knew someone would take it. For, yeah, for some mm-hmm. reason, I, they, I just never counted him, and I don't know why, but great great pick. He rules. <laughs> Those who know me most know how much that movie means to me. Uh, it's I think it's guided a lot of my interests. It's... You know, it's why, why, I think it's a reason why I, I love cars and movies so much. And, you know, here we are with, with the topic in hand. So I'm very happy to be drafting Lightning McQueen. You guys see the debate of the Lightning yeah, McQueen well, I was, debate? Yeah, I, I was actually about to ask you to weigh in. You really actually think he's the GOAT? Like eight Piston Cups, but he did it in probably the least competitive era no, in, in he, Piston he has Cup seven, history. But it should have been eight because he stopped at the end of the race to yeah and exactly he he didn't have that killer instinct that some of the ogs had so i don't know i don't know about that i think if you're counting the message of the movie that's right (laughs) i think if you're counting sure i think if you're counting prowess maybe um he wasn't the most prolific but i think when it comes to an all-rounder he had the heart to go back and make sure that the doc could finish that race who who else has that no one else has that and i think I think maybe uh, that that gives a balance to his performance on the track that uh, not many cars in history have been able to find. So here's yeah. to you, Lightning. I mean, he's also red and he's got a lightning bolt on the side, so yeah. that makes him go fast. Good and, and go fast. And, and he, he went toe to toe with an F1 car on a street circuit. So wow. Like, he's, also, he's modeled um, on, a, there on are, a Corvette, I think. Okay, let's just for a second. There are there are two twin cars that flash their headlights at Lightning McQueen when he drives past, and the joke is supposed to be: look, it's like two two young women flashing their headlights at him. But headlights are mentioned throughout the film multiple other times as something that a car needs to see on the road. So, uh, my question is: are headlights boobs, or are they actual lights? For you to be able to see where you're going, or are they both? And if they are both, then why is it such a big deal for those two twin cars to flash their headlights of lightning? Please answer. Twenty-five episodes in, and we're finally asking the real <laughs> questions on this podcast. But it doesn't make sense as a joke because the cars still need headlights to see. Great pick. Um, Luke's got a scary list so far. All right, what yeah. what else you got? What's your next so one? So those are my clear one and two. The third one, I actually had the tumbler as planned, but. That's out the window. I'm, I'm, I didn't really feel like mm-hmm. picking any other Batmobile. If it would have, it would have been the Pattinson one. But I'm that would have been the go. one I picked. If yeah, I did that's pick a base. Yeah. I think this other one will still fall to me. So I'm going to go for. Yeah, this one. Uh, we all know there's this famous, very famous British spy. Goes by the name of James Bond. He's had a lot of cars over the years. He's had a BMW. <laughs> he ha- he's had an invisible car. He had the, the, the Lotus that can that can go underwater. Yes, I'm taking mm-hmm. the Aston Martin DB5, nice. which is in yeah. Goldfinger, and then yeah. some of the later Daniel Craig ones. It has it's kind of a given we all had that. Which film? Do you want to choose a specific film for us um, for the film draft films picked stats or? Just, just Goldfinger in, in that case, or James Bond. Hell yeah. That's the debut, isn't it? I think the debut. D- debut is Hell Goldfinger. yeah. Good yeah. DB5, because he drives multiple Aston Martins in the, mm-hmm. in the series. Yeah. I mean, for style points alone, I mean, come on, right? 
It's yeah, a gorgeous a car. I, I'm not a Bond guy, so it wasn't on my list, but not so much out of not being a fan of it, more just like, oh, I'll leave that for someone who's actually passionate about it because it is a great car. <laughs> yeah. Well, the cat, part, the cat bus can't deploy oil slicks, so, you know. <laughs> that that. For the, the cat bus for the could, go- like, for the- p- piss itself and use that as oil slicks. <laughs> I could have gone for the, right, right. Roger, the Roger Moore gondola that he drives around <laughs> in Venice in one of them. <laughs> but uh, that's for next time. All right. <laughs> Great stuff. The old, the old DD5. It's itself. <laughs> Not something I ever uh, uh, imagined, sp- but that's a good speaking point. Speaking of pissing themselves, Daniel, how are you feeling about your next yeah. pick? Where are we going? Yeah, what? just as you say. Nah, I'm, I'm feeling good so far. I don't know how those um, segues. Nah, <laughs> that's all right. I'll get, I'll get straight into it, I guess. My next pick is probably, well, no, it is the bus from Speed. I had I, I believe it was called the bus that could slow down. The bus that couldn't slow down from speed. Um Damn, Daniel is on his I bus mean, shit, huh? Well, it's just a great movie. What can I say? You know, it, it, it doubles up. It. Not only is it a vehicle in a movie, it's the it's the whole movie takes place on the bus just about. So it's a it's a set, it's a location, it's a character. Um it's got the movie's got great sound design. You know, you hear the bus driving on the road, as you know, it's swerving and screeching and braking. Uh, it does a sick jump at one point, I think, it over does like do a, a sick unfinished a big jump uh, overpass. Um, what can I say? If I were in the movie, I would have just stayed on the bus forever until it blew up. <laughs> <laughs> Go out in a I blaze mean, yeah. of glory on the bus. I couldn't slow down. One of the best uses of a vehicle in a film, and it all, you could almost call it a single location film if they didn't like leave the bus at the end. But they leave the bus at the end. But the you start, know, and the start, and the but, start. Yeah. yeah, there's the. But whatever, you know, the bus there's is plenty the movie. Of, there's plenty of um, cutaways to like officers in a boardroom going, "How we need to slow this bus down." So you could you couldn't count it anyway. You know what I mean? They're always yeah. like, people like, be more efficient. We know the bus. We need to slow the, the bus down. Yeah, come I, on. I yeah, and there's this a bit is, at the start of the movie, they're like defusing a bomb. There's like an elevator and they have to defuse a bomb or whatever. Like that's at the start of the movie, it. but Jeff Daniels. Yeah, yeah. I sure hope a bus doesn't go really fast today with a bomb attached to the bottom of it. It's good dialogue. I, went, I love that film. I went to, <laughs> I went to this like live oh, no, interactive really play of reenactment of speed. <laughs> it was really fun. <laughs> All right, oh, Jaren, good. we are back to you. Yes. Also, I really liked your um. Was that a, that was a Simpsons reference? The bus that couldn't slow down. Yeah, that's my, that what was, I'm officially naming it as Daniel's pick. <laughs> the bus that couldn't slow down. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. <laughs> I, I just I'm post? three for three on vehicles I didn't know the names of. I just called them by what they are. <laughs> car. The car from it. the Dark Knight. Yeah. No, I think that this man has done his Tumblr. research. The Tumblr. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, a man after my own. Not knowing anything about vehicles, a man after my own heart. Believe me. Uh, yeah, all right, Jaren. This man has done his research. All right. Uh, damn, there's still lots of picks on the board. Um, again, there's still some film bro ones that are really popular that I could take, but uh, I don't think I will. Um, I think everyone knows what I'm going to pick because we had a conversation about it, but I am going to take Howl's Moving Castle from Howl's Moving Castle. Um, hey, he's doing it. 
Yeah, I'm gonna type. We yeah, it was it was uh, spoiled in our um, group chat by Jacob, who I still haven't forgiven. But um, that's because we what, had a because kind of a debate we both whether it counted or not. Agreed that we like we both thought of the same pick independently means me stealing it from you. Yes, agreed. <laughs> yep. Um, no, How's Moving Castle is one of my favorite Miyazaki movies. Um, kind of like what was just said about the bus that couldn't slow down. The castle is um like a character in itself. It's a location. Um, it's a set. The sound design is incredible um it's the 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 castle is controlled by what's the little demon's name calcifer 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 i think um it's got such a personality um it's it's used as a way to kind of um hide for people Every, everyone that lives inside it are people or beings that have been ostracized it's like a sacred home for those and then inside is just sick as well it's got those doors where like they you just open the door to like a different location, um, which is really, really cool, like some sort of Narnia situation. Um, and and how that owns it is um fucking sick character himself. Um it it kind of converts people. Like the witch of the waste went in there and she kind of learnt to love and respect. Um and yeah, how's Moving Castle just fucking sick. And it's sick looking. It's cool. Anyway. All right. No, great pick. Again, one I thought about as well. And um Jaren Jaren's big meltdown maybe assuaded me from from picking it in the end. Uh but, but um the cat bus was always gonna be my Ghibli pick, but House Moving Castle is an amazing one as well. And I've got two in a row now. Um so I've gone with a couple of unconventional ones. So now I'm gonna go with a slightly more conventional one. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tick off a Mad Max Fury Road vehicle. I need at least one. It's one of my all-time favorite films. I've got three on the board that I really like and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the doof wagon, which is the car oh, that yeah. has the speakers and the doof warrior, the guitar guy on the back oh, yes. of it. Um, That's the best. I really one. love the war rig too, but I think the doof wagon is just I think a bit more unique. And if I could have the choice of like dr- driving or being involved in any vehicle in that film, it's probably the doof wagon because it's dragging along a giant set of speakers with a dude just playing guitar in the middle of this epic battle. People are fighting like right next to him, and he's still just sitting there shredding. Even when Max is like literally trying to fight the guy and swinging off him, the dude just keeps shredding. And once Max leaves, he gets his guitar back. Yeah, I'm going to continue shredding. Uh, what a legend. Is, that, is it really icon. called the Doof Wagon? Yeah. The Doof yeah, Wagon? I think in the movie they also refer to it as the morale machine. <laughs> just sick. <laughs> it just keeps everyone in the mood to keep chasing. Everyone well, it's, a, it's a great play on how armies used to like march into battle with like marching bands and people banging drums and stuff. Which is um, it's a, so it's a form it's of psychological cool of warfare, which it is a comment on. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So uh Doof Wagon, that's my pick. There is one more Fury Road vehicle that's also like as high on my list, but maybe I will change it then, up coward. instead of just picking no, there's other stuff high on my list. God. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe I'll take... I'm, I'm going to take a normal one for this pick. Um, Still a vehicle <laughs> that's kitted out for another purpose, but one that um actually like would be on a film bro's list of best vehicles ever. So I'm going to take the Ecto-1 from Ghostbusters. Oh, yes. That was... Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that, that's, that's my normal pick. I, I absolutely love Ghostbusters. Um, one of the great comedies of the 80s, and it's just their kitted out little <laughs> DIY rinky-dink vehicle that they go around to catch ghosts in and 
that that's pretty much it. I couldn't tell you what make of car it is. I don't know anything about cars. It's a Cadillac. That's what I love that design and that yeah, little yeah, logo. It's a, ca- it's a 59 go, Cadillac. But it's also, it's an end loader ambulance. So they converted it from an ambulance into their, they got it um really, really cheap as an ambulance and they stripped the paint and repainted it, which is, I think adds to how um cool it is the ingenuity of the ghostbusters that they found it for cheap and they bought it because they could fit their equipment in the back of it because it was an ambulance so that's cool and it yeah i mean that is just the gritty little spirit of the ghostbusters that i love that has maybe been lost in the new requels and reboots they're doing but uh you know Mm. great 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 little vehicle design uh thanks for making my argument for me jaron i haven't seen the movie in like five years but i love it uh jaron what do you got for your next pick Yes, sweet. Um, I don't have a big monologue for this one, but uh, I am taking a car that is as cool as the character that drives it. I'm taking uh, the 1968 Mustang from Bullet. Um, So this car is so fucking sick. Bullet, Steve McQueen, um, who plays Lieutenant Frank Bullet, is in like possibly the most iconic car chase of all time um in in this car in the mustang gt he's a really silent but cool character it was the um this was the inspiration for john wick because john wick drives a 69 mustang um but bullet is one of the coolest movies of all time um the character is uh goes the i don't really want to spoil what happens in the film for those that haven't seen it because i don't think anyone here has seen it um but him and his car have a special I've connection and something happens at the I've end of the of film that kind of correlates to his character arc um and it's it's really fucking sleek. It's gorgeous, and um, yeah, I, I've got to take Stephen Queen's bullet. Peter Yates's um, masterpiece, I think. Iconic. Uh, I've never heard of Peter Yates, but great director, great film. I'm sure that I haven't seen, mm-hmm. but um, definitely came up in my research for this episode. And I did look up the look of the car, and it looks pretty damn awesome. Yeah, sweet. I'm I'm waffling, ja- Daniel. What are you got? <laughs> All right. Hmm. I think I'm going to take the Griswold family station wagon from <laughs> <Nice>. vacation. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, not because it's a cool car or it's, uh, I don't know if how iconic it really is, seeing as it's just like a shitty wood paneled station wagon from the 70s. But um, uh, it's, just a, it's just a funny little car, you know. It's breaking down. There's like bits of it falling off during the movie. Um, just... They get up to all sorts of shenanigans in that thing, and it really uh, brings to mind, you know, lots of problematic family holidays that I've been on throughout the years. And um, I think a lot of people can relate to the story of the Griswolds. So um, that's all I can really say, you know. No, basically, I'm going to take the the family car from White Noise. (laughs) I mean, it's a very similar kind of car, yeah, just like the wood-paneled station wagon, really. Yeah, I mean, I know Daniel's the only person I know who fucking likes that movie, so it's the only I love that movie. I, to it. Yeah, honestly. Um, oh, it rules. Uh, shout out to White Noise. Uh, and uh, all right, anyone else got any thoughts on that one? I've only seen one um, uh, vacation movie, so. Oh, it's like it appears throughout like all of the films. I think when um, me and Alex Helmer had a debate on National Lampoon not too long ago because he was an idiot and thought that National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation was the second installment of that franchise, but it's actually not. So I had to school him on that. But um, no, the station. Shout out to Alex Helms. Fucking idiot. Fucking dumbass. (laughs) Is it the European one that's the second one? (laughs) Yes, it is. Good one. Okay. All right. Good. Yes. Had to check. Yes. Christmas is the third installment. Anyway, Luke, what have you got for us? That's a great Double pick. pick. My My last batch of picks. 
just a sad a sad day but it's been a great day so far so i think i'll go for one more that i plan to go in my five and then one a bit of a meme pick just to just to spice it up so for my fourth pick we're gonna head to head back a few episodes to 2000 sound design we're gonna Ooh. go to transformers we had a discussion about this in the group chat but i'm gonna i'm gonna try it anyway i'm going a car that touched my heart deeply as a as a young child i'm going for bumblebee slash chevrolet oh. camaro do transformers count i'm gonna say they can i don't know if we ever is look i i don't care either way really <laughs> look Wait a minute. Um, i don't care i would say no but i um i don't care enough to outlaw it i i, I guess, I guess the if argument you're just taking that in, that in that one movie yeah. it is mostly a car yes i'm i'm being specific uh, about the first movie yeah if that helps, yeah, in any case. yeah, yeah, that, yeah, no, that does help. That does help. Yeah, all right, go on then. Yeah, take it. All right, go, go on, on, go Bumblebee. on. Go Wax on. lyrical. <laughs> Fun fact: Bumblebee 2019. The reason I started book reviews. So, here right, it's a good really? awesome movie. It's probably the, that is a good the best movie. Transformers movie. I haven't seen the well, end. It is I, the I best Transformers movie with that now, but it's a uh, but definitely yeah. the best. Bumblebee, definitely the best Transformers. Uh, 2007 Transformers. And so my and Luke, it's your pick. time to round out your list, brother. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I have about four cars from Fast and Furious here. I think I covered that kind of angle with with Bumblebee. Uh, I have a few other ones, but I will land on the Mini Cooper. I have two two Mini Coopers in mind, but I'm going to go with Mr. Bean's Mini Cooper in Mr. Oh, Bean's Holiday. I love that. I love that. I had to that make sure it's a, I had to make sure it appears in one of the movies and 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 a yellow green mini cooper does appear in the in Mr. Bean's holiday. Uh it has course, to. I mean it's iconic, it, right? It's synonymous with Mr. Bean. Yeah, I, Mr. Bean is 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 a huge part of my my childhood and and the car is is synonymous with that as, as synonymous as the as the reliant robin that he always no, knocks around. Uh, but yeah, the, the Mr. Bean's Mini Cooper to round off my list. Yeah, I've literally got Mr. Bean's Teddy here somewhere. Like I've got DVD box sets. <laughs> oh, I grew up with that guy too. It. And Mr. Bean's Holiday was a big part of that. If we ever do a fake movies within movies draft, Carson's Clay's playback time, a <laughs> uh, hot seat for number one seed <laughs> is all I'll say. Um, I, I love that pick. I, I, didn't, I didn't think of that. That's great. Hmm. That is Luke's list. And now it's time oh, for Daniel yeah. to, to close now, things so, out. Yeah, so now I'm down to my last one. And honestly, I have so many left over that I thought would go. But now I'm at a crossroads. But I think uh, I'm going to have driving. to... <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Um, I'm going to have to go with... I'll have to go with Stuart Little's car from the Stuart Little movie. Oh, Jesus Dude, Christ. you guys are spitting some fire in the end game here. you kidding me. That's so I don't look, I don't know That's the make so and model. Good. I don't know if they make cars that small, and I don't know if they make cars that you can well, It's drive. an RC car, I think. It's an RC yeah, car, but he's using the steering wheel. He's using the yeah. pedals. It is a full-blown car. He's a, a talking mouse. Who yeah, cares? I know, but uh, we're kind of cutting fine on what's possible, you know. But, You're talking um, me out of your own pick, brother. Nah, look, it's a brilliant. <laughs> hey, it's a car it's, all it's the same. It's still a pick. vehicle. 
It's a beautiful car. Oh, I don't, yeah, again, I don't know if it's modeled after a real life car, but um, that thing is just a sweet whip. You know, <laughs> I would hop in and take a ride any day. I mean, that I that's hate Stuart Little, but I love the pick. Oh no, that you know, I love Stuart Little. I grew up with that. You shit. know, Stuart no, Little is movie, picking up character. some road and bitches in that thing. Hell yeah. yeah. That yeah. scene of him driving through Central Park at night ingrained into my soul forever. <laughs> like just iconic. Stuart Little. Literally, when that's I when stuff. I went to New York, I went to Central Park, and I'm like, "Mom, that's the spot where Stuart Little did like the boat competition or whatever." Oh my god! <laughs> I love it. there. Jaron, not happy with the Stuart Little fit. I'm a big fan of it. No, Stuart Little's terrible. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you you guys are no fun. <laughs> All right, uh, Jaron. Well, speaking of terrible, what's your last pick going to be? All right, here we go. I'm picking what was probably really my number one, but I knew it would slip this low, so I just left it. Um, Jay, uh, it's probably going to be a sigh moment for everyone else, but I am taking a vehicle from Stalker from 1979. <laughs> um, my favorite, one of my favorite films, a Russian fantasy surrealist picture. Um, so this is a manually handled railroad train cart um, on a set of train tracks. Um, it is only in the movie for a little bit, but it is incredibly important. Let me tell you why. Um, it's in the first third. This, this, um, You can just call it a railroad cart. This cart exists in like the military occupied section of Russia um, where upon beginning the journey to the zone, the stalker needs to like sneak his clients into this part, avoiding detection. They then need to find this like um, railroad cart that he's stashed somewhere, load it onto the tracks and then manually like roll it behind a supply train that has just taken off to try and avoid detection, um, which is, it all seems very complicated, but I think that it also works as an allegory for the hardship that Tarkovsky went into like making this film. The train card is just like as rustic and difficult as the journey to the room itself also. So it works as an allegory for the picture. And then the most important thing is that this is the moment where the film um, fades from like this sepia. They they filmed the first third in sepia celluloid, and it fades into a Technicolor Kodak film stock. Um, so you you really get to when when they arrive to the zone. So you really get to see how beautiful it is. It's a giant visual metaphor, a giant visual juxtaposition. Um, it establishes the connection between the real world and the zone so beautifully. And uh, yeah, that's my that's my number one easily. Is, is it? I'm this? feeling inadequate about my descriptions of my vehicles. I didn't realize I'd have to like <laughs> analyze Stuart Little's car. No, I mean <laughs> you don't have to. Look, I I wake up every morning with a fifty-fifty <laughs> shot that Jaron's going to talk about Stalker. I didn't expect it today, though. This wasn't one of those mornings. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say to that. I respect it. Thank you. He's just trying yeah, to bump I, up Stalker. I got a lot of respect for the stats. Stalker. Dude. I know. I know, no, it's, it always takes, I mean, it's my favorite, but it takes balls to pick it because I know no one's fucking seen it, but, um, I want to see how, I want to see how long it takes, how many times Jaron has to pick it before I finally watch it. I love old <laughs> Soviet cinema. I just haven't gotten around to Stalker. I don't know why. I will. I will. I'm sure I'll like it. it. You'll love it, man. It's fucking Jacob, <sighs> I have an animated short film for you to watch if that's the case. Okay, cool. <laughs> what is it? Hedgehog in the Fog. <laughs> Hedgehog in the Fog? Okay. That sounds sick. That sounds What's like last I'll, I'll, what is it? Sonic cross with Stalker. I'll, okay, I'll link it afterwards. <laughs> this, this is real. This is tough. There's a lot of like genuinely just cool iconic vehicles I could choose. There are some funny, weird ones I could choose. But I think I'll sort of 
do a mixture of the two. I'll pick a vehicle that is probably unconventional, not one that you would really think of as like a big, cool, iconic vehicle, but it's one that's driven by a true hero. And it's a vehicle that feels like it is almost an attachment to this person's soul. It's a part of them. Uh, and I just, I couldn't imagine this person without this vehicle and, um, it really make, makes the movie that it's in. So I'm going to be taking Paul Blart's segue from Paul Blart Mall Cop. Oh my God. Oh, nice. Elite Paul. Awesome. You gotta Excellent. be fucking kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that pick. That is great. You've gotta be, I said this is a joke in the group chat. I did not, this was, uh, that was not a reciprocation of thought. Um, I don't oh, know. Lord. I might have missed that. I might have missed that one, or maybe I saw it and thought that's a great pick. I didn't take <laughs> it as a joke because I think, um, you know, I mean, Die Hard's great and all, but this is Die Hard in a mall. And if John McClane had a segue, he would have fucked those guys up in about half the time he did. Um, just yeah, he goes around. Uh, he stops crime. He tries to hit on girls. He falls over a lot. Um, what else can you say? He's a true American yeah, hero. It's a great movie. And I literally cannot see a segue in real life without thinking of Paul Blart. Like, exactly. He just, defined that vehicle. Defined exactly, the vehicle. Because after Paul Blart, no one wanted to use a fucking segue, so they just went away. So everyone's last memory of the segue is Paul Blart. Exactly. He oh, owns the segue now. It belongs to him. He doesn't fucking own this. Oh, my God. <laughs> There was so right. many. Oh, you fucking hell. I had That's so crazy. many great we'll get to the Jurassic Park. Yeah. Jeep not get picked, but the fucking segue. Oh, the, the honorable mentions. It's on my Dude, all the, all the honorable mentions here are going to be real amazing picks. And then our final yeah. round is Mr. Bean, Stuart Little, Paul Blart, and some <laughs> 1980s Russian movie. 70s, but yes. Oh, sorry, brother. All right, so that's it. That's it for another draft. Uh, we got through relatively unscathed, and I had a lot more fun doing it than I expected to. So let's recap our list, as we so often do on this show. Uh, starting with Luke, what did you pick? How do you feel about it? I picked the DeLorean from Back to the Future. I picked Lightning McQueen. I picked the Aston Martin DB5 from many Bond movies, but Goldfinger we're going with. I picked the Bumblebee Chevy Camaro from the first Transformers. And Mr. Bean's Mini Cooper from Mr. Bean's Holiday to round it off. And I'm very happy with my list. There's a lot of lot of picks that I, I would have wanted to choose had we had more. But uh, it's good to limit to five. You have to really be careful. All right. And Daniel? I picked the uh, Batmobile, which we have now retroactively decided is the Tumblr from The Dark Knight. Uh, I've got the Survivalist bust, which I, I don't know if it actually has a name, but that's what I'm calling it, from Dawn of the Dead. Uh, the bus that couldn't slow down from speed, uh, the Griswold family station wagon from vacation, and Stuart Little's car from Stuart Little. Um, I definitely had a few extra picks I would have liked to have picked, um, but overall I'm pretty happy with this list. And Jaron. Hell yeah. So I've got the Beast from The World's End, the Giga Horse from Fury Road, How's Moving Castle um, from Named Above, 1968, the Mustang from Bullet, and the Railroad Car from Stalker. Um, I've got a bit of everything, I think. I've got my old stuff, I've got my contemporary stuff, and I've got my cartoon, um, and I'm, I'm really happy with my list. All I think all five of these vehicles are highlights in their movies and, and, and are pivotal to why they work so well. All right, and uh, I have got the Cat Bus from My Neighbor Totoro, El Jefe Food Truck from Chef, the Doof Wagon from Mad Max Fury Road, the Ecto-1 from Ghostbusters, 
and uh, Paul Blart Segway from Paul Blart Mall Cop. Uh, all my vehicles are completely different kinds of vehicles, which is very fun. I really didn't go into this episode expecting to pick the Segway. I have so, I have so many real picks here that uh, I will be rattling off in the honorable mentions. But with how the last round went, I figured I'd get in on the spirit of things. And uh, no, I think it's a very fun list and uh, unconventional and more picked vehicles that I think are cool for what they represent than what they are as cars. Uh, all right, so it's time for some honorable mentions. And since I get the last pick every goddamn week, I get to rattle off all the honorable mentions every week. But I suspect everybody's going to have some really, really different, varied stuff here. Um, I, ha- I have quite a few. All right, the War Rig is the other one I was weighing up taking from Fury Road. Such a cool vehicle. It has so many great, like, innovative functions. Uh, Kaneda's motorbike from Akira. I just didn't want to pick two anime films. Uh, the Krabby Patty Wagon from the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Very, very close to choosing that for my last pick uh the mutz cuts van from dumb and dumber which i'm kind of surprised oh, i was gonna up. shout that out i was gonna shout yeah. that yeah. out. obviously the mystery machine from scooby-doo uh the snowpiercer yep. train from snowpiercer uh also the the sea train from spirited away i think would just be really serene to hang out on um the ambulance from ambulance yes yep. that yes. yeah very much on, my list. on that one Oh, another good weird one. one, the Wonka-mobile from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, that weird fucking <laughs> nice. car powered by soda or some shit. Uh, the Mac <laughs> 5 from Speed Racer, which I would have picked if I really wanted to piss off Jaren, but it's a cool car. Uh, the no, Onion Carriage no, from Shrek not... 2. I was going to shout that out. Fucking hell, you're taking them all. That's very all good. Right, sorry, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do two more. The Yellow Fiat from Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, the, the tiny little car they oh, do a chase in. I love hell. that one. Come on. And Lastly, I'll throw in Adam Driver's tiny smart car in the yeah. Dead Don't Die. Everyone hates that movie, but the, the scene no, of him rocking up in that car is so funny. Hell I yeah. knew someone would mention it at the very least. We were I, not going to end this episode without mentioning it. I have way more, but I'll stop now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's all good. All right. I'm going to name uh, a couple of honorable mentions. Uh, the, I'm going to name a couple of honorable mentions. The Incredible Mobile from The Incredibles. Um, Lou Bloom's Dodge Challenger. Um, nice. The horse-drawn cart from The Hateful Eight. I uh, really love that one. Um, the taxi from Taxi Driver. I think it's a. I think it's a Checker A2. Um, the driver's car from Drive is really great. Oh, I really love. Um, one, speaking of cars that are integral to the plot, um, the Chevrolet from Death Proof, the one that's kitted out so yeah. that it can do all these crashes and never die, is a really great one. The Chevy um, Nova. Even though it's, on I, my didn't list to, too. I didn't want to pick it because it's a real car, but what it means to the um, movie is incredible. So um, James Hunt's McLaren from Rush, nice. I really like that fucking Molly car thing from Wreck It Ralph. Oh, nice. Cool. This it's a shit box. You can't say that. It's a Ferrari. Um, <laughs> Very the true the Subaru life. WRX from Baby Driver. It's a really basic yeah. car, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I didn't nice. pick it. Um, but it is really too. cool in the movie. The Volkswagen Microbus from Little Miss Sunshine would be my bus pick. Um, although I do love you're, you're that hitting, bus. You're hitting all the ones I had but left off, so you're nailing yeah. it. Yeah, we're well, clearing up my you. list. The, the Gran Torino um, from Gran Torino. The Ford Thunderbolt from Thelma and Louise. And um, I'll just say the Interceptor from Mad Max. Uh, yeah. And I said the Jurassic Park Jeep. Anyway, sorry. I hope I didn't take them all. Very nice. What do you got? No, I've got a few. I got the 1928 Rolls Royce from The Great Gatsby, the one that Gatsby drives, the yellow one. Um, I've got Chitty Chitty Bang Bang from the I'm movie of the same name. I'm shocked you didn't draft that. You talk <laughs> well, about that movie all the time. It does fly at one point in the movie, which also raised some concerns <laughs> so about Hell's its validity. Castle, you know? Yeah. Um, I have Ferris Bueller's Dad's Ferrari. Jump. 
Oh no, oh, sorry. Ferris Bueller's yeah. friends, dad's Ferrari. Ferrari. Yeah, Cameron's yeah, dad's. whatever. It's a. Um, it's actually a GT Spider California, but my friend's right. dad's Ferrari. Um, I got Christine it's from Christine. It's a Modena essential. Oh, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know the difference. Shut up. And then I got the Turtle Assault <laughs> van from the 2014 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Dude. Ooh. Yes, nice. I actually had written down, but it was um I think the 2016 one out of the shadows. The the shell the shell truck in that is also fucking sick. That's a good that's a good shout. Also, can yeah. I just say one more? I forgot a uh, fucking Woody Harrelson's Hummer from Zombieland. <laughs> yes, the oh, monster right. trucks yeah. from <laughs> Zombieland too. Okay, so the other other Mini Cooper I had was the the Armada from the Italian Job. Or nice. Yes, just three of them actually that had to go. I had show. About, about about four different Fast and Furious cars. Uh, of course, the, the Jurassic Park Jeep, uh, oh, the Dodge Charger, the bus, Cameron's dad's Ferrari. Uh, but I also threw in the magic school bus. <laughs> there is a magic school bus movie, apparently. Uh, the Flintmobile from the live action Flintstones movie. And when we when we ditched the wheels rule, I threw in the spider tank from Wild Wild West. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and then just a few others that you guys already mentioned. And Herbie the love bug. Yeah, a, true. And, and the light cycle it. from Tron. I haven't seen Tron, but I felt like yeah. I have to put it on there. That's a good one. So, uh, yeah. All right. Um, a, a deeper episode than I expected. So uh, I'm glad we did it in the end. Thanks for the topic suggestion, Luke. And now it's time for the hardest part of every episode, especially these crazy ones. Luke, who gets your vote on your first appearance on the film draft? This is close. As per usual, when I'm deciding who, which of the four I'm going to vote on, there's usually three picks that I, I like and I know and two that I, I'm not so familiar with. Such The case is similar here. Uh, Jaron, I think he probably has the most variety. I loved how he explained his picks. Uh, Jacob, he's he really nailed it with, with Paul Blart's segue on the end there, just for, for the for the meme capability and, and the doof wagon, of course, which was on on my list. And over to Daniel, who took my tumbler, he took the, the bus from Speed, and then he took Stuart Little's car. So between all three of those, I am going to go for. I think Daniel da- Daniel's Daniel sold it for me. Uh, yeah, the, the bus and, in combination with the tumbler and just he's got all the sizes all right. covered here. I got a vote. Is that my first vote oh, yeah. ever? I can't remember. Oh, you must have gotten one. Although you did pick a lot of obscure shit on your first two episodes. So <laughs> yeah, maybe I kind of shot myself in the foot there. I'm happy to take <laughs> a point gang either way. Up. All right, Daniel, who gets your vote? <laughs> Oh, yeah, so this is a tough one um, myself. No, I'm just kidding. Um, honestly, <laughs> hmm, I'll be honest with Jaren's picks. Uh, I don't really know most of them. I haven't seen Bullet. I haven't seen Stalker. Um, How's Moving Castle, I'm afraid I'm not really big on Ghibli movies, um, which has always been a point of shame for me, but I'm just not. Um, with Jacob, I, I really like his picks uh my neighbor totoro we kind of expected that one the cat bus another movie i haven't seen but it is a cute uh cat bus uh which is kind of a given uh chef i like the uh, reasoning behind it it's just like it's a it's a nice movie with nice feels good feelings uh the doof wagon is just hype and the ecto one i had on my list and paul blatt as well was a surprise pick so hmm and then luke i mean 
they're iconic picks, but for me, I feel like aside from the DeLorean, um, I just don't feel much for these options. Like the Bumblebee Camaro, I've never been much on Transformers. Uh, Lightning McQueen, not a fan. Uh, The only one I'm really uh, happy to see is the Aston Martin, so I'm probably just going to have to go with Jacobs. Thank you, brother. Much appreciated. Probably the smartest thing you guessed is said on this show. Uh, Jared. You have the... You have like the least worst list, basically, is what you said. Hey, man. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, 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 know, that, I sounded so dispassionate. I see about this as an absolute win. Daniel no, gets one cool. vote and he, Daniel gets one vote and it goes to his head and he's like, oh, these are all sh- fucking shit compared to mine. So I guess I'll go for <laughs> I should have just said, nah, mine. <laughs> Lockie probably would if he could. Uh, all right, Jaron, who gets your vote? No, that's cool because I have some shit to say about Daniel's fucking list, too. Um, so let's go down the order. First of all, you said you wanted the Batmobile and not the Tumblr. The Tumblr is the fucking Batmobile, you idiot. Um, you double bust up. Don't well, technically triple bust up. I think there's too many buses for one list. The station wagon, yep, good. It's a it, station wagons. I don't really vibe with at all. I think like be a wagon or be a car. Don't be don't be both. Like it doesn't work. And then Stuart Little's car is just a it's a fucking little remote control car. I could get one for ten dollars. Like that doesn't impress me. So your list is bullshit. Um, oh, Luke. Man. The DeLorean, the DeLorean is in my top five. That's a great big. Lightning McQueen, Lightning McQueen has the prowess and the heart to win all those piston cups. You, you got to yes. respect it. Um, not, not a big James Bond man, but the Aston Martin is iconic, so I can't hold that against it because it's incredible. Bumblebee, um, Transformers sucks, um, and uh, I don't want to drive was, in that car because that. Bumblebee just sounds really fucking annoying. He he just talks to you in like radio segments, like. How you been going today? You ever and I'm like, no, shut. Fuck, you're annoying. Um, and then Mr. Bean's Mini Cooper. That's that's based. That's a good pick. Jacob, Capus, very good. I was gonna I was gonna pick that. El Jefe food truck. Didn't think about it, but very good. The Doof wagon. Um, if 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 I've got a garage with five cars, I want the Doof wagon in there. That's good. Even though I'll, I won't be able to play it, it'd just be nice to look at. Probably wouldn't fit it. Take up the space of like three cars. The Ecto-1 was in – well, I've got House Moving Castle in my garage, so I'm sure I've got room. <laughs> Ecto-1 um, Ecto was the other one with the DeLorean that was in my top five that I didn't get. And then Paul Blart's Segway, I don't know. I'm mixed on that. It's kind of bullshit. Um, <laughs> the movie kind of sucks. Um, and I don't respect, and I don't think it's, I don't, I think it's funny. Ironically, I don't think it's funny in the film. Like you could watch it and laugh at it, but it's not, it's not funny. It's really not. Um, and I, I kind of fucking hate it so much. So I'm going to have to go with Luke. <laughs> I can't abide by the fucking segue. I'm sorry. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. More than uh, I've seriously. Is that a tiebreaker? I only where it's one Luke, one Daniel, one Jacob. Um, and I seriously was probably still de- de- deliberating until halfway through Jaron's monologue. This is a really, <laughs> really tough one to pick for me. I think everybody's got maybe three or so picks that were on my list, but like none that were incredibly high. Um, so it is a really tight. Everyone's got like a, a movie I haven't seen. Um, Jeez, yeah, this is a really tough one. So I guess I'll waffle a bit. I mean, I, I know who I'm picking, but it's just 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, Daniel, all right, you got... I haven't seen Vacation or Dawn of the Dead, but the Survivalist bus is an incredible pick just by looking at it, so I'm absolutely not going to knock that for not having seen it. The Tumblr's a great pick. It's not the Batmobile I would have picked, but it was also on my list. And Stuart Little's car, similar. Luke and Daniel absolutely nailed me with the, the last two picks, like Mr. Bean's Mini Cooper and Stuart Little's car. I really, really love both of those two and ones that didn't come up for me. Whereas Jaron kind of lost me a little with his last two picks, but in terms of the first three, picks he probably has the stronger list i know the beast and like i feel bad for him because no one else voted for him because the beast is a very and i feel like i'm the only one here who does appreciate mm. how good the pick of the beast is because it was on my list as well the giga horse again not the pick car i would have picked from fury road but it's absolutely a unit one i would have had on my list and how's moving castle we all know how i feel about studio ghibli and luke i love your list it's probably the most basic list luke's got like the heavy hitter film bro list jaron's got like the more niche weirdo list and daniel's sort of a sweet (laughs) middle ground there between the two um so this is so tight and i swear i'm not doing this to like fuck up fuck with the votes but i'm going with jaron and we have a four-way tie four-way tie okay i decided this maybe 20 seconds before jaron voted for luke and i'm like oh my god fuck but uh, it's it's those first three picks that really get me. I like the uniqueness of the beast in Howl's Moving Castle's picks. And also, he's the only other person who took a Fury Road vehicle, which honestly, I would have happily filled my list with five. So that's a big one for me as well. So uh, yeah, Jaren gets my vote. And um, so I guess me and Jaren technically finally have a win after five episodes, even though it's a joint win. <laughs> we, we, we have our second four-way <laughs> tie in film draft history after A24. So congratulations, gentlemen. You are all part of history. Uh, Luke, yeah. how yeah. do you feel about being a co-winner? Well, I came in, I said, if, I, if I'm going to do with anything, it's going to be with, with this topic. And I went with a list that is quintessentially me, a bit basic. But that that's how I am. So I'm very happy to share the podium share the share the first place podium even with everyone. And I'll leave it to the audience to Daniel, congratulations to you on being a co-winner um, on the film draft. <laughs> I'm happy about it, but now I'm also kind of second-guessing myself because I lost Jaron's vote with the Stuart Little car. I'm thinking I should have picked the Turtle Assault van instead. That probably would have won you know, that. Could have changed things. But, you know, changed things. We all make mistakes and we learn from them, so I'll have the Turtle Assault van ready for next time. Yeah, um, you were probably my number two, Daniel. I was very close to voting for you as well. I really yeah, love your good. list. Um, uh, so that's it for another film draft episode. Thank you so much for listening and thank you to our guests, Luke and Daniel, for coming in. It was a great topic suggestion, Luke, something that brought me and Jaron out of our comfort zones a little bit, although Jaron was coming at us with the car facts, as he so often does with these mini <laughs> the topics, topics. <laughs> correcting us. Oh, it's actually a fucking Subaru Impreza or whatever. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it but, is. Uh, that- <laughs> Daniel, let's uh, sign you off. Uh, is there anything you want to shout out right now? Personal plugs, uh, anything in the world you want to draw attention to? I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm keeping a low profile at the moment, I would say. I mean, you can look me up on Letterboxd. Uh, I don't remember my handle. It'll be but, in the description. Uh, I think it's I'll be D in the Talbot. description. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's kind of hard to remember. But um, yeah, no, aside from that, that's all from me, really. Thanks for having me on. No, always a pleasure, man. I'm glad uh, you, you were keen to come back and you'll be on again next week uh, searching for a, a second W in a row, maybe. And uh, That's right. Luke, for your debut, it's been a long time coming. Again, you've been one of our most loyal listeners from day one and just a great friend that I've known for a couple of years now. And uh, you, you absolutely brought it on your own topic. Uh, hope you had a good time. And where can the people find you? Um, 
pretty soon actually so the year's wrapping up so i have to do my annual one upload per year video of top 10 moves that's my vibe though. that's my vibe too <laughs> so uh you can find me look reviews on youtube there and on instagram if you want to reach me and we can discuss various movie vehicles we can discuss the cars franchise i only like the first movie Second, second and third, not as good. Cars three is underrated. I would argue, but that's a topic for another episode. It's not good. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to engage. All right, uh, that's that's <laughs> it from us. Uh, I'm. You can find me on Instagram at Jacob Watches Films. I don't know when this is coming out. Probably like early to mid January. So we're deep into awards January season. January first. Yeah, there you go. Jaren's got got it. Um, we're deep into awards season, so I'll be posting lots of um, predictions videos for the Oscars and Golden Globes and SAGs and whatever's happening. Uh, my best films of the year. We'll be doing a best films of the year draft uh, sometime soon. A mega episode, so get excited for that one. And uh, all, all that other stuff, Letterboxd, Instagram, it's all in the description. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at the Film Draft. Make sure to vote for your favorite list on every single episode when we put up the Instagram stories every every friday saturday ish whenever jaron does it and uh yeah that's that's pretty much it from me jaron take us home absolutely so i just wanted to say um first of all happy new year because it is the start of january thank you so much if you've been with us uh, whether you've been with us from the start or like a couple episodes ago or just this episode thank you so much again this is episode 25 our quarter quail we've been doing this for half a year and we're going to be doing it for like a long long time because we jacob and i both fucking love it we pretty much just did it for ourselves because it was fun and a couple of friends but we're starting to build quite a following which is really humbling we're really grateful um and yeah thank you so much follow me on uh, just an idea everywhere or don't i don't really care um just follow the film draft man and yeah thank you thank you so much for being here these two guests have been awesome they've been really big supporters of us again daniel's um after next week's gonna be on like his fourth episode luke has been listening and, and commenting and liking and and suggesting things for a long long time so you guys are awesome and yeah, just uh, just just feeling reflective in this moment. Thank you very much. And as always, hit us up if you ever want to come on the show, or if you just have topic ideas you'd love to see. Um, we really just any anyone who wants to get involved in any way possible, we welcome that in our little community that we're building. Hell have yeah. a good one. Thank you so much. I'm gonna make them an offer again. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Oh, what a day! What a lovely day! Wait, we ran the station a few times. Assemble. With the first pick in the draft, 